Welcome to I'll Be Back Catalog, where we take a nostalgic look back at the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The cigar chomping, one-liner spitting, killing machine. Now oh, stop it, you'll make me blush. It's every movie from the beginning. With special guest comedians. I like this, that sounds great. Now play the music. All right, welcome back uh, to a very special edition of I'll Be Back Catalog. We're actually taking a break from Arnold Schwarzenegger movies because we want to dive in and focus on the action superstars breakout movies. Yes, we're going to ass bomb. That's right. That's <laughs> A-S-S-B-M. <laughs> which to me is an ass BM, which means bowel movement in America. Generally speaking, yeah. <laughs> this is our chance to break away from Arnie for a bit as he goes into his awkward 90s period. So we're going to We enjoy- all had one. We all did. Um, but we're actually, we're <laughs> going to be looking at some of the original like old school action movies of the 80s that kind of popularized some of our favorite actors. So today we're starting with a real classic and Arnie's, what, adversary? His nemesis? Mm. His, uh, his best friend? Yeah. It's, Sylvester Stallone. We're jumping in with Rambo, but we're unlike Rambo. We're not going it alone. We have with us two wonderful guests. Producer of pop-up comedy, uh, it is Bex Andy. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Good. And oh. Bex, this is your first podcast you've ever recorded, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Pop the, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit yourself from saying pop the podcast, Cherry. Yeah. You're like, we don't need that on no. record. No one needs to hear that. No. Welcome. Well, we're excited to have you. Thanks for having me. It's not just Bex, though. We have the wonderful comedian, Brendan Green. Hello. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for looking me in the eyes when you said that intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was real nice. I know. It's gotten real intense because it hasn't stopped yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm long. not breaking away. How are you going to? Who's going to go first? Do I, don't, you, I don't mind staying in this. Can you just keep calling me wonderful while you're doing? Because that's going to get me through another year and a half. <laughs> I'm going to have to break it. Um. Yeah, that's fair call. Because for a moment there, I thought me and Beck were going to have to leave. Yeah, really. Bye. <laughs> Hey, different different cherries getting differently popped, you know? Yeah. Everybody gets something today. You're like, you're like 13 seconds. Longest eye, extended eye contact That's with nice. a man. Mike's got beautiful eyes. I don't know nice. if anybody... Well, obviously nobody can see at home. Um, they're very dark brown. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, like, don't, don't say thanks for the color of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just describing facts. Yeah. They're beautiful, though. I nice. really like them. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Beck, do you have any compliments for me? I like your beard. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, we, we're gonna because I I don't like your beard. I Steve. like it. I, I prefer with the beard. Thank you. I I have an on again off again beard relationship, and one of the reasons is actually Brendan Green. Yeah, we mirror each other. Every now every every time we see each other, we've we've matched whatever the other one of us did in our personal grooming habits. Yeah, which is yeah. very surreal. Yeah. Also makes me wonder because I know what's going on under my clothes, and I'm like, is I know Brendan taking on care under of your himself? Clothes as well, <laughs> and it's great motivation to go to the gym for me so thank you <laughs> loose fitting clothes that's it's because it's we're both about. we're both i'm six four you're six four yeah about yeah that. six four we're both we we look exactly we're just every white man we're we generic are, tall yeah like people talk to me as if they're talking to you which is better for you than it is for me because like when people think that i'm you like and then they see me do stand up they're like oh what happened <laughs> and i'm like they're like oh I, I saw your comedy festival show and you killed it what were you doing yeah oh what was it? it felt like a lot of dad jokes you didn't quite know where you were going with it <laughs> i was like i didn't have a festival show you're thinking of brendan green and they're like oh, oh i gotta message yeah. him he's great <laughs> i was like i'm still right here just... yeah man i'm not arguing this point either <laughs> 
So let's, uh, we're here to talk about action movies, mm. which is pretty exciting. Beck, did you grow up with action movies? Kind of, sort of. I was more hot. The Ashburton was where I grew up. No one knows it. Which is rural New Zealand, it's right? It's rural New Zealand. It's the asshole of the universe of New Zealand, really. They call it um, Afghanistan these days because that's how great it is. Yeah. And I guess we had one movie theatre, so we didn't really get a lot of... I, I think when all the action movies came to town, it was like two years after. I was more a horror, horror movie, oh, sort of. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was your biggest horror film growing I up? I remember when Chucky came out, and that was kind of the one that you had... Oh, and um, what's Poltergeist? That was the other one. Yeah, but I can't do it now. Oh, really? Why, you get too scared? I can't, no. Uh, is, it, is it because you were traumatised as a child Maybe. watching horror movies? Well, I grew up in Ashburn, that... so it wasn't too traumatising, because that place is, will fuck you up. But... Um, <laughs> These were like a rela- <laughs> you're like I watched Chucky. It was it was, it was a fine. vacation from Ashburton. Yeah, maybe that's because it reminds me of it. I don't know, but no, can't you guys were ahead of the wellness boom. Yeah, way yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I had I didn't have brothers, so maybe that was why I wasn't so much on the action. Got into the action sort of a little bit later in life. What did you start with? Uh, <laughs> it was weird. At 13, I had a pen pal in Tokoroa, and his name was Wayne Ryder, and he was obsessed with John Claude Van Damme. Oh, okay. And mm. I think, I can't remember what the first one was, but I used to get hassled at school for looking like Kylie Minogue. So when they did Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, yes. Yeah. 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 But as soon as you said that, it's like, oh, shit, yeah. 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 Also, you can't it. get hassled for looking like one oh, of the most beautiful women no, in the world. No, you can. When you're oh, a th- poor Beck. No, when you're a third former at Ashburton College and you're walking around the school and you've got seventh formers chanting Kylie, Kylie, Kylie behind you every lunch hour, it's fucking mortifying. I hate it. And they're her. all just like standing and file behind you going, we're doing the locomotion. <laughs> yeah, it was- Fucking awful. I would have called you Kami for the the street crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Street Fighter? Yeah, I have. Because, you know, I had to have something relatable to talk to about my... And that ties into Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? It does. Yeah. So, and he could do the splits across benches. But was, also, he, was that the one he played Guile? He yeah. played like the yeah, all-American he hero, Guile? <laughs> <Yes>. Perfect <laughs> casting. Perfect casting. And, and, and Kylie Minogue was, was Kami. And Kylie, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> and that is the only the only way Raul Julia is getting remembered. Oh. And he's like this all-time great actor, and he's getting remembered for his... Uh, he rolled the M. dice. In Bison, yeah. <laughs> Did not work out well. He was the best part of that movie. Oh, no offense to Kylie. It's been a while None since taken. I've seen it. I don't want to get hung up on it, but what was your pen pal's name? Wayne Ryder. That is the most badass like action movie name to start with. But he used to, yeah, he, and he used to sign off all the letters with Van Damme all the way. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like my kind of guy. He's fucking cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Have you, are you still in contact? Yeah, on Facebook. Like we. we yeah, Fuck yeah! What does he do it's now? Like, it's like th- um, he, um, he's in Tokoroa, has a family, rides bikes. Probably still doing photos. I'll get him to tune in. Yeah. Yes, I've, ne- I've never had do. a pen pal. Does it ruin it when you can see them? I've never met him in person. But you've got like Facebook photos now. Yeah, so now yeah, you can visualize. Yeah, but we used to send photos to each other and stuff. Like, okay. Because there used to be a magazine called Tearaway and there was a pen pal section at the end and you'd write away. I wrote a letter to his brother and his brother kind of put me in the not wanted pile and he picked it up and... Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> How do you tell someone that? His brother had a pile of yeah, not wanted. Yeah. yeah, like when you used to put the ads in, you'd get a lot of... Jeez. And also, if you thought that the movie selection that you went to in the cinemas was dating you, the fact that you went to a pen pal section in the back of a print <laughs> magazine... <laughs> you guys remember that, I right? Think I think... Well. We're all doing the maths now. We're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, Wayne Ryder, if you want to come on and do blood spots, more than oh, happy yeah, to have you on. Oh, yeah, we'll hook it up. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's also one letter away from being the perfect pen pal name. Right, like you could have been Wayne Writer. Writer. Yeah. 
All right. So how about you, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well, actually, a little bit, a little bit full circle. When you were saying about when Brooke was saying about uh, getting not getting scared in movies, one of my earliest film uh, memories was being not allowed to go see Jurassic Park. Oh, really? In the cinema because <laughs> I, I know this is now, about but, religion. It's not about religion, actually. Uh, although that may have been a, a definite factor. Um, my mum knew that I loved dinosaurs, and she thought it might ruin dinosaurs for me. Like they'd be too scary because oh, I loved. I like. I was a big fan of dinosaurs. I had all the little toys, and I was like, you know, how kids go through the dinosaur phase. And she's like, oh, if we go see Jurassic Park. He's going to get scared of dinosaurs and then he might end up with something else. Um, yeah, and we've already bought him all these toys and books. Yeah. We're not going to have to do, do this exactly. all again for horses. That's yeah. weirdly compassionate, but like ultimately disappointing. So, uh, so are you a fan of action movies now? Um, so action movie, I, don't, I don't know if Jurassic Park was an action movie. I think it, it probably was in the end. The defining action movie that I can remember that relates to you guys at least, I don't know how I saw it. It must have been VHS. Uh, Running Man, like that one's oh, that one's yeah, yeah. just stuck in my head. Okay. Sub Zero, but like it, it was so formative. Mm. Just that whole idea of, and I, I didn't know when like uh, little Easter eggs, like when they go to Arnie, any last words, and he goes, "I'll be back." Mm-hmm. I thought that was a Running Man like mm. original, only in a like, rerun. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, in this universe that you've built, like what's okay that. It wasn't that much of a zinger, but I, I, I remember loving and being terrified by that movie. That's the thing with, with Running Man is that for how poorly it's shot, the iconography and the ideas that it puts into your head and the universe that it creates like, is very vivid and interesting. Yeah, oh. I've, I slightly rewatched it recently and it doesn't hold up like it's bad <laughs> oh take that back no he gets the, he gets caught with they fire a neck so cannon at him it's terrific well this is what i'm excited to talk about now because i didn't i didn't watch any of the 80s any of the 90s action i'm not a big and i wasn't into that and i kind of dismissed it all i i didn't i didn't pay any attention to it but then watching this one these are good like some of these might be good now, now I love the idea that after watching Rambo, you're going to go and like pick up like a Chuck Norris action movie and be like, <laughs> I imagine, how would it be? I mean, we've established what it should be like. Yeah. And then well, you're like, oh. Yeah. So maybe it, maybe it was just First Blood that is any, any semblance of a decent movie. No, they're all great movies, but they're a very different approach, right? Like, yeah. like Running Man, it, it's very dated in most A aspects. lot of ways, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, in a lot of ways. But it also has some wonderful, the, the commentary on reality TV was easily 15 to 20 years ahead of its time where you're just like, and the worst is as an adult watching it and being like, yeah, I'd probably watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Climbing for cash, they yeah. have to get away from dogs and climb up a rope and get money? Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, watching, lo- looking at all the Facebook comments on law and justice everybody everybody loves uh, hurting prisoners yeah <laughs> oh mate we're, we're all of, like all of my facebook friends are just like kill kill the people who do bad things hey why not do it in an entertaining way mm. <laughs> and then well, you're is like this, oh, is this, is this too talk? that's why that's yeah why. oh yeah that's right yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, oh yeah actually because yeah. you know uh, we're, we're all fine for it until the fact that you're like oh i was falsely accused and now i'm dead oh yeah, yeah maybe this wasn't the best idea so are you guys Sylvester fans? I am now. Oh, were you not before? Uh, I hadn't really had a lot to do with Sly so much. Um, until not, I, not even Rocky? Kind of, but not really. Oh, fair enough. I did, um, my, my entire Sly was Copland, because I was a big De Niro guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, ugh, I guess even if Sylvester Stallone's in it, I'll watch it. Because I'm one of these people that just dismiss him. Because of everything society has put on him and the cliche he's become. I'm yep. just like, oh yeah, he's an idiot. He's a bad actor. 
And so I just completely dismissed him. Watched Copland. I was like, oh, he's pretty good in that. And then watched the the Creeds. I didn't watch any of the Rockies, but I have watched the Creeds. And he's great in those. Yeah. He so he was like three for three. And then I watched this. I'm like, he's four from four. <laughs> the thing about Sly is he kind of got grouped in with a bunch of people who are not good actors. Yeah. Yeah, he got given the meathead role because he was... He uh, birthed, a buff dude. He, 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 yeah, he birthed that. Like, I, I feel like, I don't, I don't know what, the, what around it, but this Rambo, like, well, is, this it was, was saying, such, saying so much. Like, it was, it was surprisingly deep. Uh, <laughs> deep social commentary on society. And then you can see how people can watch that and be like, oh, it's cool when, like, one dude kills lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's this my was, main takeaway. This was the original one-man army. Yeah, yeah. and that's, well, that's what people took away from it. Yeah, they were like, oh, could we do that? But the guy, it's just that someone stole his daughter. Yeah. And Arnold's like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's <laughs> and he made a far more entertaining version, I would say. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, well, it's, yeah, they became more entertaining, but less artistic. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah. I'm going to go out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my little pretentious hand up and say less entertaining because they were <laughs> less artistic. Which like, is give very me, fair. Give me some layers down here. Although in saying that, my favorite action movie of all time is The Raid Redemption because... Which is a long string of fight sequences. Yeah, because <laughs> any action movie that I've seen, like um, Running Man and all the ones that I did see, I was like, I'm really bored with the story and the acting. <laughs> like, the acting's bad. I, the story's so, like, blah. There's nothing to it. The fight scenes of what I'm watching action for and then The Raid Redemption is ultimate. Ultimate fight scene for uh, 87 it, minutes. So that's where, that's where Commando comes in as such a beautiful piece of work because... They really learned to go, the story is just there to segue between these action sequences. What do we need to just keep making amazing things happen? Also, like, let's not take ourselves too seriously, because it's, it's very tongue-in-cheek commando, and it's almost self-aware, but to the point where you can still enjoy it without it being a parody of itself. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love commando. It's a good movie. So if I were to watch, if I were to delve into now that I've had my thirst kind of like triggered by Rambo First Blood, Commando's my next point of call. Commando's like if you wanted a, the silliest version of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, you know, like because you also have like, yeah, the whole thing, the whole premise is completely delightfully contrived. If you wanted the continuation of this, I would probably say Predator before Commando. Okay. As, as, a, as a Star Wars. I think like I've maybe seen Predator back in the day, but I just remember the mud and the. I always yeah. get it confused with the one with the alien. Wasn't Alien yep. vs. Predator? That's, no. that's Predator is an alien. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. So is that an action or a sci-fi? Which one? A fusion. Predator. Predator is very much a, a action, turns into a horror movie <gasps> with action Ooh. in it. Oh, now Bitson. Yeah, in. I'm in. Had either of you, neither of you had seen Rambo before? No. No. No, all I'd seen is the iconography of him with the bullets Exa- going yeah. across with the big gun and just roided out. And I was, ex- yeah, I had and no the bandana. expectations. And the bandana. Don't forget the bandana. Yeah. Right, and I think that that's what we were all expecting, right? Expecting yeah. Like the knife in the mouth, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd seen it before. Well, yeah, but... Had you not seen this, Stephen? I saw it when I was a kid... But when you're a kid, you kind of glaze over any of the, like, I was like, oh, wow, oh, well, look at that flashback. This is fun. You know, whereas an adult, you're like, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> oh, humans do some awful things yeah. to each other. Why don't we support our vets more? Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right, so for those of you who haven't seen the movie, I'm just going to read a quick synopsis, and then we'll take a break and be right back. John J. Rambo is a former United States Special Forces soldier who fought in Vietnam, but his time in Vietnam still haunts him. As he came to Hope, Washington to visit a friend, he was guided out of town by the sheriff, William Teasel, who insults Rambo. But what Teasel doesn't know is that his insults angered Rambo to the point where Rambo became violent and was arrested. 
As he was at the county jail being cleaned, he escapes and goes on a rampage through the forest to try and escape from the sheriffs who want to kill him. Rambo's commanding officer, Colonel Samuel Troutman, tries to save both the sheriff's department and Rambo before the situation gets out of hand. Dun, dun. Mm. We're going to that talk is about not it. what I got out of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk all about what you got out of it right after this break. I'm here to tell you about the product that I support and that I enjoy. It's you undies. It's undies that you have. You already have them. You don't need to buy anything. You already have undies. And unless you don't have undies, in which case you're like me, because you're going commando. <laughs> and we're back with Rambo. Or, as it's called in this, First Blood. Yeah. First Blood. It's just called First Blood. I don't know when they added Rambo, because I know it as Rambo First Blood. But in the credit sequence, it's just First Blood. I wish I'd done some research on that. I wish you had too. I take back my compliments about your eyes. <laughs> Use them for good. Mind. Don't just look at me. Look at some Wikipedia, why don't you? But it would make sense, though, to call it First Blood, because they didn't know there was going to be a second one. So when they did a second one, it's like, we need to call this something, and his name's Rambo. Mm. Mm, well, the second one's called Rambo First Blood Part 2. One of the all-time great titles. Which is just <laughs> like, If you have that, the sequel to First Blood is Rambo First Blood Part <laughs> 2. is like, Just not yeah. Second Blood. Just they, second. Drew, they drew First Blood again. <laughs> this, uh, the font on the intro for this did not match this movie at all. No. It was like, Jung Industrial. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. You're like, oh shit, this is going to be heavy duty. And mm. then it fades up to the intro from the TV series, The Incredible Hulk. Uh, yeah, then. It's just a two just and a half. guy, yeah, just wandering. Just yeah. Walking, onto a, oh, walking onto a little prairie farm. Mm-hmm. Looked like it was the beautiful Lake Wanaka. It looked, I thought it was like in Switzerland, like mm, over stunning, European. Yeah. Was, Turns out it was just Washington, the state of Washington. Why can't Washington have nice places? Was that right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Actually, Washington was where Twin Peaks was, right? Yeah. Twin Peaks was yeah. in Washington. I believe it's, uh, wasn't it shot in British Columbia? Anyway? It was, yeah. It's just up over the border. Yeah. Yeah. So are we okay if Canada's beautiful? Oh, yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, what else has Canada got? You know, Ryan Reynolds and uh, <laughs> this one beautiful little town. But yeah, Rambo's looking for his, his buddy, his war buddy. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. this is the first part when the political subtext comes in hard, mm. like in the first couple of minutes. Yep. Where the where the dude's mum is just like, oh no, he died because he went to Vietnam in Agent Orange. Like he died of cancer, oh, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, nobody yeah, gives yeah, a yeah. shit about him, and all the governments against him, and oh Vietnam was bad, and oh everything's bad, and we're not going to respect you. Get off my farm, and uh, oh man, like, it came I, in it came in hot. I really <laughs> like the timing of this though, where he had like the pause where he's like, so can I? You gonna offer? Will I? And it was never spoken, but they both knew. Like, I thought the actors did a really good job of her just being like, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, do you need more information? Because he's dead. The person you know is dead. That's a beautiful picture of my dead son. Thanks for showing me that. (laughs) You can go now. You can keep it. Also, I don't care if your son's dead. Oh, that's a weird way to start that (laughs) sentence. I do care that your son's dead. But also, this man has clearly walked a long way. Mm. Offer him a drink. Oh yeah, just like that. he was. A, he was your dead friend, dead son's friend. Offer him a drink Even of like, water. Do you want to drink from the lake? It's yeah, just there. right there, yeah. or a swim. I don't know what just the weather was. Anything. <laughs> like he'd walk. Do you need to borrow some trunks? Yeah, like yeah. Think she was hanging out towels. <laughs> do you want to mop your brow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was great. Just that moment where he's like, uh, just hands her the photo. I guess, like, I guess like, this is why useless are you for me. The photo, like, because she might memory. never have seen it. Also, um, also, I think the fact that... But she's seen him. They were all dead. 
So that was like the last one. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. like, oh, they're all, like dead, they're now. all dead now. This pitch is just sadness. And again, sneaky great screenwriting, sneaky great um, script where he described him as like he was the big, he was the biggest yeah, dude yeah, yeah, yeah. like he totally would have taken up the photo and then yeah. she was just like oh I could lift him off the sheets yes, at the end was, oh. Oh. like that would be the climax of a good drama movie <laughs> yeah. like that would be an Oscar real line in, in any other movie and they just threw this in in the intro there's, there's like a Sundance like spin-off movie which is just about him coming back from the war yeah. and oh, dying yeah. slowly of cancer oh, there you go <laughs> what a prequel what a depressing prequel <laughs> yeah Culminates in Rambo coming in, being like, "Where is, where is he? Where, where is he?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, the whole thing ends, and they're just they cut to like Rambo walking down that street, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, oh no!" <gasps> the thing is, like, you start off a good essay with it, like a thesis line, and I think that really like packages up the the, the horrors of what Vietnam was and what it did to people in like that little scene, which yeah. is cool. Mm. It really sets it up for the rest of the movie. It's beautifully done. Mm. Really I, I didn't realise this, but my opinion on this movie might be that it's the greatest thing ever made. I seriously <laughs> was thinking the same thing. I, I fucking carried that movie in my head for two weeks. I watched it two weeks ago and I'm like, I watched it this morning. Deep. Oh, for the first fresh. time. And you're sure. Really and I am, I, I don't even sure. need hindsight, man. I'm, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> It's, this is the new Moonlight for me. That <laughs> <laughs> should have won the Oscar in, in 2018. Uh, I'm sorry, La La Land, uh, <laughs> you didn't win. It, it was, was uh, Rambo First, first Blood. <laughs> now, we're calling it Rambo First Blood because it is 2000. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, he was walking down a road. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, he was two minutes slaying into his Fitbit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even didn't know hitchhiking either. He, he looked at people and were like, no, I'm going to go this myself. Mm-hmm. Was I'm it go weird alone. as I was watching him walking down the road going, that is what I wear daily? I've got that same jacket, those boots, those jeans, like, that's me. You got the little bell bottom, the flared jeans. Fully, like, rolled, got the boots, like, mm. It's a cool look. Style icon. Yeah. yeah. Rambo style icon. <laughs> Bunnings is going to sell out a car Poland's after this. Wait, but he, he. So this movie, he actually was a hipster, right? Because they uh, after this movie, um, the sales of knives, survival knives, oh, yeah. skyrocketed. No, yes. I mean, that's a nice knife. <laughs> it had a little compass in it. I mean, you look. Oh at yes, it, it did, and the little drink. And a little drink canister. Was it a drink canister? Mm-hmm. No, that was for his matches. Oh, I thought he was taking yeah. a Pop swig of... I would have put alcohol in Genius. There. And also, I love that the, <laughs> the official plot synopsis, it was like they, they told him that he had long hair and was scruffy. Yeah. And that's why they didn't like him. I'm like, mate, that was not long hair. That's not scruffy. Yeah. No. Yeah, he looked... He, looked, he was he looked fine. He looked well-tailored. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he was... That was the, like, like the, he went to Ponsonby Central to Boring Blade. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference for the for everybody. <laughs> that was a little bit of cognitive dissonance because he doesn't look that scrappy. No. He could have looked scrappy yet. Also, can you explain, I, I don't, I'm sorry if we're jumping ahead, but only a little bit to the introduction of Brian Dennehy playing Brian <gasps> Dennehy. Amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he said, don't walk around here with that jacket with that flag on it. Mm. Because that's clear. I, I, I see that jacket and I go, that just means you're a soldier or that you, you love your yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. Why would people have a problem with that? People had problems with the people coming back from Vietnam, right? So that was, oh yeah, so they're still protesting Which soldiers. Which I kind of thought was sort of tied in. I don't know. It was, it was a subtext. Yeah. I mean, he, it had been six years since, the, since he yes. came back from yeah. service. So yeah, it would be around and small, early 80s. Yeah, small towns yeah. still are like, oh. I think it was also the I thought small towns I, like soldiers and uh, big no, city people like don't soldiers, like soldiers. But I think the problem was that like to Sheriff, what he saw him as was not representing America. 
Mm. Like, uh, he's yeah. like, if you were representing yeah. America, you'd be in the military. That's when you get to wear the flag. You know, like, I think uh, that was his argument yeah. is that you're, you've, you know, you've bought that from an op shop, you hippie. Well, no, I think that he just thought he was a burnout. Like, that he's like, oh, you came you back came from back the war. And you're, you're a bum. Yeah, you're, you should have got a job and all of those things. Yeah. And then he gave him a ride out of town. All he wanted yeah, was, he was just hungry. He just wanted to eat. When he turned around on that bridge, I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing. Because there's so many moments in movies where you're like, yeah, okay. All right. That, yeah, I guess that's a plot point. Stick but it, to the you, man. I just felt like you felt like him be like, no, nah, I'm hungry. <laughs> going back into town. <laughs> now, this diner doesn't sound that good. Just I saw a Denny's back, back in there. The, in the yeah. rear view, and he's just like, Frah. He's like, oh, I guess this movie's happening. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching it going, well, if he drops down the town and keeps walking, then was this when he, Brian Denny was his first ever movie, and this was his only set? <laughs> <laughs> and introducing Brian Denny. <laughs> I was like, well, he did so well, and then he moved his career on from that. That was amazing. So it was, uh, man, it just escalated so quick though fuck it was like it we're gonna clean you up next thing fucking boom the Brian Dennehy as Brian Dennehy was he like cause that's the other sneaky little subtle thing is they do introduce him as the nice he's a, he's quite a nice guy he's, he's everyone like, knows yeah, where totally knows who totally. he am and he's nice to the this vagrant um, and then and then very quickly the mask slips like mm. very quickly we see the real wait but he was still civil no so he wasn't like, here's the, here's it's, it's what just, are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> I thought you were a decent human being, Stephen. <laughs> if you're, if you're empathizing with Brian Clearly he had banned Kennedy. this guy from the town. All right, he clearly set the borders. What kind of hardline conservative are you? You're not like I'm us, just get out. <laughs> How are you saying I guess that I just did- lived in America for long enough that I'm like, yeah, that happens all the time. I'm going to be controversial here and I'm going to go on record and say, I don't think that guy was nice. I agree with you, and I think that he was not nice, but I also think that he didn't quite know what, like, here's the thing is, is someone called his bluff and he didn't really know what to do about it. Yeah, Yeah. so he doubled down on his... But all he did was arrest him, and he was like, I'm going to take you in, I'm going to put you in prison for the night, all right? Yeah, listen to what you're saying. Look, we've all gone to jail for a night or two. We're just going to lock you up. You're just living liberal and free in New Zealand. No one's ever going to jail for a night because they disobeyed the police. You slightly challenged my masculinity, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to lock you up, and it's going to be. Why don't you just go? This is a much bigger issue. Clearly, you have people who care about you. You have a support (laughs) network. All right, you got to remember that this guy's entire value as a human being is tied to his authority. Yeah. Right, so when that guy questions his authority, he has all of his masculinity, everything that he's worth, thrown away. Yeah. You might as well have just taken that badge and took a poop on it. You're telling me nobody has ever challenged Brian Dennehy? Never. In I mean, this was his first movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you've got. You've, but here's the thing about this: you've got to remember for the for the rest of the movie, Will uh, slash Brian Dennehy playing yeah. Brian Dennehy. Sorry, yeah, Will Will Teasley. Um, he spends the entire movie basically regretting, but not knowing how to mm-hmm. back and down he, from no, his exactly. choice. Yeah, he all pushed, it is. Yeah, it was. He was like committed, and then he was like, oh. Just dub- doubling down on his stubbornness. <laughs> I That's guess it's all because it is. to me it was the, the the real like the jerk, the person who was. Well, the real villain is that the fucking the creepy fucking co- sheriff dude. Yeah. The guy who started the bullying and like down in the. Yeah, but the red who, 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 I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm not. Yeah, one one good cop. <laughs> 
One good cop does not make a good mm, small hashtag town. not all cops. <laughs> <laughs> the super ba- the super bad cop only exists because of like the like the system like right. top down <laughs> yeah. yeah top down not doing a great job. And also, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched it, he dies super quick into it. Amazingly well, too. Yeah, mm. really well. But like, like in the first act. It was so good. I love that. But that's still so, then. But they w- don't go like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, if we ask that helicopter driver what happened. Oh, he's not talking. Maybe our mate he, was a bit was of a dick. Yeah, he <laughs> just gone. flew that helicopter until the engine light, until the fuel light went on and then he landed it and he just <laughs> like, oh, kept walking. He was just heading to Vancouver. Yeah. I just yeah. want to cover the uh, the flashbacks. <gasps> oh, so yeah. around. oh, Again. Were, were they from poop on him? Huh? Where the, the Viet Cong from? Oh, I think they were throwing like surge yeah, water. Yeah, 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 cutting yeah. them open. That's starting, gross. Yeah. That was oh, down hard in the cage. to watch. <laughs> yeah. and that was a hard watch. Incredibly tastefully done. There's like two, two flashbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three seconds tops. And that told you all you needed to do. Wasn't gratuitous. True. Yep, yep. It true. told you exactly what you needed. It hit hard enough. And it was like perfectly done, in my opinion. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, Brennan. <laughs> You say perfectly done. There was one issue, and was it was completely issue? unnecessary. What was it? That was his fucking weird mustache. <laughs> he had that weird. Like, you go into the Vietnam jungle for six months that. at a time, having to beat starvation, eat something that would make something. I'm not questioning grow up. growing the mustache. <laughs> I'm not questioning him as a human being in that situation yeah. having a mustache. Although it's great that they gave him a knife or something to shave a mustache in. <laughs> It was just a weird addition to just to show that the time was different. It was a time, yeah. Actually, in context, give him a beard, like. But in context of this torture, everybody everybody here at some point had the thought, "Oh, he must have shaved." (laughs) Well, now I'm realizing I was was too busy empathizing with him as a human being. But no, I'm sorry, I was watching this movie all wrong. (laughs) Fine, let's rationalize this. Maybe the Viet Cong like did that to him. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Like oh. as one of the oh, torches. Like Either that or it was November. Yeah. November, yeah, true. But there were lots of points in the movie I was watching it, and you have those thoughts going. And why? Like when he runs up the thing, and he, it's when you know he's he's done the runner and he's shirtless. Mm. Great, like that bit. And then he <laughs> went up the top, and he he forages around. He finds that big Asian sack of clothes, and he. Puts a hole in it, but doesn't give himself sleeves. Like it's fucking freezing. Would you not put he was sleeves under, on? He was under a slight time constraint, Beck. <laughs> but he could. There was people with guns and Dobermans chasing after he him. He could have left it longer. Like it was perfectly not. He fashioned himself his arms. a belt. That's enough. But he could have covered his arms. He had enough material just to have it a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, but how do you cover it? Like, he's not going to make full like sleeves. A and slow the, he like, had a poncho. Yeah, but it was poncho without sleeves. Well, no, he needs his arms free to and move. And no, guns. not to show the guns, to, to survive. Guns. No, for full murderability. It was too cold. It was too cold. I don't, I don't know why he didn't just tailor himself a full three piece suit. <laughs> just, just walk out the, out the Yeah, forest. like, I want to see him like a, an MMA fighter before a man. <laughs> three piece. Here we go. Like Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> So we did skip over the the second flashback with the, with the Christ al- or the breakout. allegory. I don't think I don't well, I yes. don't think that was a Christ allegory. I think that's just the best way to torture someone. But no, it's it to was keep def- them. I kind of picked yeah. up on that. It's to keep their arms away from where they can defend themselves. And that's a lot of a lot of Romans that. would agree. Yeah, it's just the best way to torture. <laughs> we don't this this movie is deep enough with enough levels that we don't have to throw a Christ allegory in. Didn't Sylvester Stallone write this? He was one of the three writers. He took quite writers. a few passes at the script, yeah. Because yeah. we're giving him a lot of credit for this. He's 
He's bloody on so it. good. I know. He wrote Rocky. I know. Which you haven't seen, but it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote Creed. I think. Well, he was writing that. He was writing that so he could get movie parts, right? So yeah. he was writing himself a smart man. He's yeah. a smart man mm-hmm. and a very good actor. And yet, all the movies that I've written, starring me and uh, Scarlett Johansson, have not been picked up. It's very confusing. Your day will come. Thank you. I will not. not. It's not <laughs> going to come. We've what? established this. <laughs> what? You're uh, the man that's going to say, yes, I'm sorry, I vagrated in your city. Yeah. I know what that Vagrated. I've, I've been vagrating everywhere. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, I vagrated all over the place. <laughs> sorry for the mess. Oh, I totally had dinner in that diner. Uh, so the poncho, as a side note, was actually not a prop. Um, the poncho was found on site, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this will, this would be good." Well, this really? is this is the other th- incredibly believable and wonderful thing about Sly Stallone and these action movies is that it looks like he is doing it I because mean, I, I, think I think he, he is. is. I think the script was loosely thing, and they just kept the cameras rolling, and he just did shit. Yeah. Just, the, also, like uh, from an Arnold uh, point of view, you have Arnold when he gets all like um, camoed up in uh, Predator, and he's against the tree. He's like, look at me, I'm hiding. And you're like, sure you are, you big muscly man. (laughs) Whereas in this... Rambo's full stealth. And Rambo's everywhere. It's amazing. That's my favorite sequence. Like when they're going, like, he's just... The hunt, yeah. Oh, dude, one man army. It was insane. He killed three dogs. Well... Oh, well, but that was good that they didn't show it, though. You just heard it. Mm. Yeah, leave it up to my imagination. I'm not about the animal I I just hope that he made them sad. That's why they made the noise. Oh, oh. No he treats just, for you. Yeah. He just, no. And then they just lay down and sleep. Rambo just turned around and went, God's not real. And they went, no. You're not going to heaven. Uh, there's actually, not I not mean, all dogs. Because uh, there is a um, Arnold that also has a thing about killing dogs in movies. Yeah. That we're like, and he likes to do it? it? He doesn't like to do it, but it gets written in. Oh. I think the early 80s, I think dogs were a real scary thing. Because Kujo, was it Kujo? Kujo, yeah, yeah, Stephen King. yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's like it's like a, it's like a video game escalation thing of like the first enemies that you have to face are dogs and then it's people oh, and then yes. it's like the sub bosses and then it's the yeah, big yeah. bosses. So every kind of eighties guy has to take care of a dog at some point. Even Eddie Murphy takes care of dogs in um, Beverly Hills Cop. Good. I was going to say they, Pluto they, Nash, and I was and like, they, I don't remember that. They ruined the trope with the um, the Incredible Hulk. Ang Lee's one where that they was had the bad. giant Hulk dogs. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we can't get bigger than this. <laughs> like, well, this is bigger than human. And then we did a hard reset with John Wick. And they're like, hey, what if the dogs were small and cute and good? Mm, and then the... they still died. Oh. oh. <laughs> so they, but they do it off camera. They also yeah, they do, it, do everything very tastefully off camera. It was very camera. tastefully done. Mm. And this but is, it still impacts. This is where I definitely do side with Will being a big piece of crap, which is the fact that it's like, oh, geez, he freaked out and like fought people and ran into the hills. Well, bring out the M16s. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. He's like he's got a he's got a knife and no shirt, yeah. and, and your approach is like three machine guns. The weird thing, like this is a small town, but they can tool up a militia in in less than but two the hours. The militia were Ooh. hilarious. That's, that's I found that whole part. bit by the mine shaft or whatever it was. Those guys were. I was laughing. That was yeah. really funny. That was yeah. really Comic funny. Relief. Yeah, that yeah, was just like, so <laughs> I needed it. But those guys were hilarious. And again, just great commentary on the shittiness of small town America. Yeah. Wait, so uh, let's but, so, but see, see that. Yeah, the the M16 thing, the, the bringing on the the little militia. That's just like it, it was so wonderful how every single time will would just like be like, oh, he's only got a knife, we've got this, we've got guns, and then bam, oh, he's got guns. Ah, wow. You know what? I think we've still got this. And then like, they'd constantly find reasons why to give up. Just like give up. He had an out. He had an out, He's had so many outs. 
Well, and he, every time he's like, "Now nah, we got this." But Will was like, "Don't like," was like, "You're just meant to be spotting him from the helicopter." And then Gord or whatever his name was is like, "Well, I can spot him with this rifle." Yeah. Oh. But we had him. He goes to the cave and he does Rambo Cave MD because he's like sewing himself oh, that's up right. in the cave. Oh, that was hard to watch. That was yeah, yeah pretty good. Great, though. great. Yeah, because that's practical. That's practical. Yeah, but how did they get the blood to squirt out as he was? He's that like, good. That was, that was real. It probably fucking was. <laughs> He went to Vietnam. He got he got tortured by the Viet Cong, and that's hard to find them because of the uh, they uh, hide so over well. for yeah. a while yeah. after the war. I like that at least America learned something from that war. If it was only John Rambo learned how to do guerrilla warfare, <laughs> and he's really good at sewing, and he's really good at sewing. <laughs> you can make it a poncho in Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it was a real quick Viet- poncho. No, he's got some um, sewing. No, no. <laughs> Vietnam. He, stitches, Vietnam. He, he stitches his arm up and then underneath a little tag saying like learned in Vietnam. <laughs> made in. Made in Vietnam. Doing he does the prep, he's like cutting up all the stuff. Oh, yeah. oh yes, that's yeah. right. Because that's where he booby traps the whole mm. like and everyone gets fucked up. I'll t- but I'll always give, below the waist. When while he was whittling that and setting all that up, probably could have made some sleeves. Mm, that was probably the time. I would have bought in sleeves. He looked yeah. cold. He looked really cold. He was running on adrenaline. But wait, he stole the jacket off the guy that came out of the helicopter. Yeah. What happened to the jacket? He it didn't, didn't wear it. It didn't fit. Yeah, true. The, yeah. His arms were too big. <laughs> he, <just> tries, <laughs> he tries it on. He holds up a little mirror. He's like... Mm, but that bugged yeah. me for a whole while. I was like, cool, he's got the jacket. He'll be warm because I was quite worried about him being cold. <laughs> but then and then the jacket just... He got his gun and all that shit, but the jacket didn't continue the journey. Troutman threw in the line though, he's like he's. Oh no, he, he put it on the dummy, didn't he? Or he was something? trained. Ah. Yeah, he had it as yeah. the because the storm yeah. happened I and everyone put the diapers on their hats. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. They put the little I love the little plastic covers for their hats, like just because they didn't have them on <laughs> early and just sh- shots like that make me so happy. The idea that they all stop and they're all like, "Yeah, we're just yep, we're just putting this plastic wrap around my hat and we're just yeah." Oh, there's a murdering guy out there, but it's fine. We've all got our M16. <laughs> they're all very good table like. Fashionese, well, sewing people, <laughs> making stuff. I don't know what the word is. Crafting, Se- Crafting. seamstress. You can't say seamstress because there was one woman in this entire movie. She was, r- the and she was woman on the street <laughs> in the, the credits. credits. There was there was the only woman in the oh. entire thing, which is a whole other so, topic. I would love to talk about this whole movie. Casting, well, yeah, another casting thing. That the redheaded guy was from NYPD. No, what is it? NYPD Blue or is it, was he David Caruso? Yeah, David Caruso. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was, he was the young cadet who had. The, he was the moral, the guy that had good morals, and was like, just give yeah, him a the little dweeby guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that explains it because he stopped next to that tree, and <laughs> he he was like, we got to stop because this whole search is rooted, and then it pans out, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, are we just going to search him conventionally because we should really branch out, and it was like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, look, if we don't get out of here, we're all going to die. I think we should leave. <laughs> CSI Miami. <laughs> Is that not what we're doing? Guys, I came in here to discuss a very good movie. <laughs> very good film. What a tangent. I think <laughs> the most terrifying thing for me was uh, the surprise stubby hurdle. The what? The I'm surprise sorry, stubby what? hurdle. Oh, the, just the oh, hurdle. The rape? Mm. Yeah. That was. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, the, only, the, one, the only booby trap. That was like the, he made one and he nailed it. It was a good, it was so good. I'm like, yes, it was I will, a guy's penis. But I will tell you this: in terms of the uh, PTSD that other people have, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that guy probably has the easiest because he's just afraid of walking through the woods, whereas everyone else got jumped on <laughs> or anyway. Like the guy, what, 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 him on top of the log. Like the guy just turns around and you have like Batman up there. He's like, Argh. 
Yeah. Was, he was stealth. That was oh, also, he, good on him for not killing any of them. Didn't just them. like Fuck ruining them. their yeah. lives. <laughs> mm. Just Especially yeah. as ruining their lives. No kids for you. Oh. Wait, no, it was, oh, yeah. was thigh height. It was thigh, yeah. Mm. But I've watched movies. <laughs> Don't know if you cut your thigh, you die. Yeah, I'm well, like, that's you where bleed out and you're femur. Not if you taught that in first aid. Not if you've got like backup. The helicopter so come in, take you out. You're the fine. helicopter guy was gone. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Are you, are you there? He's like, I didn't see anything. <laughs> that could be another tangent movie. Like, what did he get up to after? That's a. He's doing heli tours up at the glaciers. <laughs> yeah. Colonel <laughs> Chapman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are we up to that? Oh, no, Chapman. Is there something yeah. we need to cover? Is he? Uh, is he an iconic actor? Because he was not very good. No. He he was a, he's, yeah he's been is in a he bunch known of stuff. As just yeah. Troutman now. Yeah, pretty much. He's, I, in, he's in a bunch of stuff, but I didn't enjoy him. I found yeah. he chews the scenery real hard. And no, yeah. I loved him chewing the scenery. I was like, Ugh. take your time. I was just kind of hoping that when they were on the radio, that he was doing some sort of code to Rambo, like we all know that they're on to you. Like I thought mm. that was the sort of convo that was going to go down. I was like, no, he fucking sold out. Like oh yeah, you gave Troutman way too much. Way credit. too much credit. Yeah. I was like, mm. also it was a little bit. I don't know if it was. Uh, like a, a bad, a bad call. But they made small town police officers and small town Americans look quite bad. And then they were very like, "Hey, look!" But the American government who sent these guys in are pretty cool. Like yeah. they care about them. Yeah. Oh, you look oh. at how responsible they are. Oh, look, he's like a How'd dad. They track a walkie-talkie, by the way. Like yeah, that was pretty that cool. Was uh, that was ahead of its time. Because it took them like two days to get his name through a teletext or whatever the hell <laughs> they said. And all of a sudden it's like, we've got, we know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> we traced his walkie-talkie. Maybe it was military tech. Also, I love that it was this, was that the same dude that was sleeping on, on the, on on the, the tracking thing and then was sleeping later on. <laughs> In the police station, <laughs> there was just this through line of just like police sleep. officers sleeping on the job. It's just the same Sleepy Dave. Sleepy yeah. Dave. Don't put Sleepy was Dave that in on the, the credits. <laughs> sleepy Dave. Dave. Sleepy Dave. And the best is that that, that actor just brought it. He's like, "Hey, uh, look, I just want to see if I can throw this in there. What if my character was always <laughs> sleeping?" <laughs> It's like the like, Brad Pitt with eating. He's just like, like my, every, was, every character yeah. I play is just sleeps. Just He's always... The, uh, yeah, because the other thing that Troutman did is he tried to make this into more of like a, a popcorn movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah cuz he had like he had the one liner of like uh, what is it? You send that many um, oh, gotcha. and don't forget one thing. What? A good supply of body bags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, we, we don't actually need that. I, I, well, I these are the moments that spawn assumed. all of the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like tonally, he, he like steps in from a different movie. He really does. He's, he's very cheeseball. He seems to be really smug and proud of his super soldier. It's like, almost like Hogan's Heroes came to life. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just like put him in there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if, the, if they had a twist in the third act where uh, Colonel Clink turned up, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Rambo! <laughs> this, and again, yeah, Troutman turning up, because uh, Brian Dennehy and the cops were quite, like they were, they were that little bit of difference between being grounded and being mm. over the top. And like the, like the Foley and the, and the what, what do you call it when you record the stuff afterwards? Mixing over dubs, ADR? Yeah. yeah, like that was pretty bad. It oh just, my God, it just cutting up that meat? Oh. Was so like, right, let's go to that and then I'm going to drop something. <laughs> and I was like, and so in the book he catches an owl to eat, <gasps> all right, which like makes a- sense. Like you catch an owl. He yeah. caught a whole. He killed a whole oh, pig. Big old How pig. long is he planning on being up in these hills? He had a lot of practice jumping on things from a tree. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, if I can kill three men this way, I can do a pig. 
He could have just eaten the guy who fell out of the helicopter. Whoa. <laughs> Becky <laughs> may have just like, escalated this. Yeah. Instead of killing an innocent pig, like at least <laughs> fuck up someone that fucked you oh up. Oh my God. And then, I don't know. Did we just invite Peter to- onto this podcast? <laughs> John Rambo, we've decided to let it all... Wait, what are you holding? <laughs> oh dear God, is that a man's arm? <laughs> he no, had it coming. He cooked it first. <laughs> he cooked it first. I cooked it. They drew first blood. That's not an excuse. (laughs) And then I drained the rest of the blood. It's how you prepare. Yeah, what I was trying to say, and this is another very serious, salient, actual serious point, is that Sylvester Stallone was decades ahead of everybody else in his acting technique. He was so subtle Mm. and so good. Like this, this, the, the, having the whole thing is, is playing silent and just having his weird as shit face to do <laughs> the, the looks oh, and the spit. And like, it was like we believed magic. everything. We knew what he was thinking and feeling and the, the throw, the, the flashbacks, with him the, whole the PTSD. Way. Yeah, like, yeah he, he sold that with his act. It was so subtle. He didn't have to do the big line reads. And all that just like it was, it was. I wish he just narrated a little bit more. Like I'll have to eat this meat so I can survive. This has been tough. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Further cementing why your movies are never going to get made. <laughs> you know, like when he went into the tunnel, he could have been like, "This will be a good place to hide." Yeah, and then like, <laughs> are you saying that's not necessary? <laughs> I'm just saying that if the artist can win Best Picture and Best Actor... Yeah, he, does, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in this movie. A, yeah, it was a, yeah. a silent movie. And then his... And then the dialogue he does do is so fucking yeah. amazing. It's incredible. And the performance of it is one... Like, he is so far oh. ahead. Oh, that on, line where he's, oh they drew God. first blood. Oh. They drew first blood. That, I yeah. was like, oh. Yeah, you could tell You could tell that the screenwriter was like, oh, this is going to be a real good one. Oh, everybody's going to quote this. And then Sly's like, oh, if I have to say this... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna act the shit out of this. <laughs> I'm gonna do the, as much pathos as possible. And then he kind of like he's like, they drew first blood. They they drew first blood. Yeah, he was so and broken. Yeah, he was <gasps> broken. That's exactly what he was. Because he wasn't like they. He never. He wasn't saying they started this. He was saying I'm sorry that they started this. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. someone someone hug Rambo. <laughs> I want th- I want about thirty years of society. To apologise to Sylvester Stallone for making him into a joke, unless he did it himself. I, I was going to say you go watch some more. Yeah. Sylvester. <laughs> I'm so gutted that he turned. Uh, I, I mean, good for him taking the money and all that jazz, but yeah, I mean, no. maybe watch Judge Dredd and then let us know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go out on the limb and say I feel like the the mind bit went on a bit too long. I did a little bit. Okay, thanks. I was feeling quite claustrophobic to towards the end. Had to do oh, the Truman and the, yeah. and the bars. When we saw the and... light. There was such a relief. Oh, I yeah, like that the only was... thing that stumbled, like his natural enemy, was old letters. Like he fell down <laughs> that one in the middle. So, I was like, and you're like, dude, this you can do turns everything into a else. Thing where he like the ladder, and then he can't get. Back. I was like, oh fuck. And then you, and then you're like, you with him, and then he gets in that truck for a random person. But then the fucking cops are right there. Like, give the yeah. guy a break. He just fucking <laughs> outran all those people. He could have just kept going into the woods. He would have been fine. Yeah. But he was, they'd pushed him too far. Rambo needed but to. But how good is it when he gets into the city and he's just like, I'm going to, it's right across from the cop shop. And he's just like, fuck you guys. I can't, I, I can't believe he went back to the, the town. I, I thought, oh, you, you got you in your element. Go, in, you? If the, did the Vietnamese didn't? 
They stayed in the forest, in the forest. where they were str- like yeah, the streets. Like I like that he went back. I was like, yeah, good man. But one of my favorite moments in the thing was when Will's just sitting in, in his and like in his little citadel of Will, being like, with the stuffed cat. What the, the hell? With the, what was it? The little like, I wouldn't be proud. Yeah, I'm not proud that I hunted that. Oh, yeah, that's killed my neighbor's cat. <laughs> one of the deputies comes in and goes, "Hey, Will, it's Rambo. He's still around." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh a, yeah, that's, that's right. a weird line, really. Isn't like, it? Okay, just say alive. Just say yeah, he's, he's, alive. he's alive. He's still, or he's still alive. He's still, still vagrating. God, he's vagrating all over the place. Right. It's Apparently, a, he's going to get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> he's hungry. He just wanted he still to hasn't eat. Eaten. <laughs> he's at the he's diner. He's hangry. He's really hangry at this point. I mean, he's full of pig, but uh, it goes down pretty quick. And he only has oh, American yeah, he Express. Did he. he did eat. <laughs> That's what the problem is. No one in town <laughs> accepts American, American Express. Express. <laughs> We're a visa town. <laughs> But it's really impressive just how much chaos one man can cause with an Fuck M60. It was just amazing. Wait, yeah. even before the M60, just when he drives that, like him driving <laughs> casually, <laughs> just drives it through the gas station, then just stops, hops out. He's like, well, I'll take the gun. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess oh, I'll just destroy Can I go everything. back in time a little bit to one of my favorite parts of the movie? Because I always have a really good car chase. was right at the start with the cop car. He's on the motorbike. like He's taking Holy that motorbike. Shit, he's right? going off-road. He's going mental. And the cop car's just fully dedicated. But like... Yeah, I was like, oh no, he's in, the, he's, in the, he's in the field, he's in the paddock, the cop car can't go there. Mm. Nope, whoa! And then it rolls and you're like, good, go Rambo. And then he kind of fucks it off as he goes up that incline a little bit. But that was like one of my favourite. Which was such a great petering out of it. Is <laughs> yeah. It's like so triumphant when that thing spins over and you're like, yeah! yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I dropped it. And then Will has the best response to that of like, I know you can hear me. Hey, hey. Buddy, uh, <laughs> stop it! That that whole chase was phenomenal. It was great. Yeah, that's what I I kind of want to go back and watch more action movies I like love that because I remember Jewel and yeah, Ronan like yeah. Actually, do you want to know what my favourite stunt was? Which I I was like, oh oh god, oh, oh I can't believe they did that. It was the bridge scene when Rambo is walking back and Brian Dennehy goes ah damn it and he kind of pulls up and Brian Dennehy is definitely driving the car. And he pulls up and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And Rambo keeps walking. And then Brian Dennehy reverses back and turns oh, yeah. between the camera and Rambo, hitting his mark perfectly, and gets out of the car. And it's still Brian Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Although I tell you, it'd be even more impressive if in that one shot he pulled around and it wasn't Brian Dennehy. <laughs> You're like, whoa, they did that and they swapped. Is this a movie about magic? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I reverse magic. cars almost every day. And I don't know if I'd be able to hit that mark as perfectly as Brian Dennehy. I reckon hit that I mark. could because I grew up in Ashburton and my first car I ever drove was a Valiant Charger. So <laughs> I'd be, I'd fucking put money on it. I could. Yeah, he blew the everything end. up, and then we were like, <gasps> my favorite, oh, my favorite. Okay, my favorite thing about this movie, and why I genuinely think this is a beautiful piece of art with uh, so much social commentary and subtext going on, and I think it is. Uh, a, a wonderful time capsule and everybody should be watching this I think it, it was a genuinely a beautifully crafted movie in that this movie full of angry stubborn men who don't go backwards on anything the whole movie culminates in this beautifully beautifully crafted scene where the entire the entire climax is just a man talking about his feelings it was the first time I've ever seen a guy talk about his feelings in a movie ever and that was back in the 80s and I was like because you know in a movie like this I was expecting him to be like fuck you all I'm going to go down in a blaze of glory and he's just like broken and I was he just, it's a, he just so needed hard. to talk 
it's like just a all... monologue about being lonely. Yeah, and it's it was incredible. It was, yeah, well, like the monologue was beautiful, but there was what he needed was Troutman yeah. or just anyone to, to be like, "Hey, I'm not going to push you out of our town. I'm just going to listen." I'm going to yeah. It's li- a bit the end <sighs> when when he's crying and, and he leans in for the hug. Yeah, that feels very human. Yeah, which is, which is nice. It's a nice moment. So that's why it's ridiculous that Rambo has just turned into this. Like this icon of violence. Yeah, violence totally. Because that's the impression I had watching. I was like, this is what I have to expect. Then when it ended like that, I was like, motherfucker, I want to see the next one. Like, what happens? Yeah. I have a feeling the next amazing. one does not have. Like, oh. is, that, is that because, is it just time has passed and that's the only thing? Well, like in 30 years time, we're going to remember the kid from Moonlight as like, ah, oh, he's like the ultimate badass because he wore grill in that third segment. <laughs> like, are we going to, re- like all these, this beautiful movie has been. I think it's re- sequels pervert our memory right, of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, such I, a shame. So I've been holding off on watching the sequels because my brain's a bit scattered, so I might've got the two confused. So I was like, I'll wait till after the podcast and watch the next ones. I, I read the, I briefly read the plot descriptions on Wikipedia of the next ones. And if you like international politics, oh, uh, really? <laughs> foreign policies getting solved by John Rambo. <laughs> See, I don't buy into it. Yeah, you're like, I don't need that. Like we, were, but the, also we told Rambo's story. Yeah, like yeah. this was it. it like it was then, perfectly how many done. Rambo movies are there? There's four. five. Sorry, four with one in development. I mean, like two and three are good action movies. Fourth one is particularly strong. It's 2000 days, and it's old man. Um, Rambo. That was when he was doing Old Man Rocky as well. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. And it's super violent. It's like super violent, but it's badass. But again, it, it's, a, it's an iteration of the mythos of Rambo as action star rather than Rambo as tortured John Rambo, Vietnam the, vet human. The guy. Yeah. <laughs> a caricature, so to speak. Yeah. The next one's on a distillation of his action persona rather than the human element of him, which just gets dropped. Which is a bummer. Yeah, because yeah, that's why I like. I think that's why I really enjoyed this movie was the human aspect of it. If you cut the top and the bottom out of this movie, you'd be like, "Fuck, fuck that's just weird." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is what most action movies in the yeah. '80s were, right? Is mm. you're just like, "Oh, I guess, I guess we're all angry." Yeah. Whereas it is like I think the great thing about Rambo is it's all it is it's got very much it's heart, but oh. it's also capturing that male inability to stop and go, "Hold up." Why is this happening? Yeah, because it's so easily stopped. It's it's, so easily solved. And they're so great at mansplaining to each other. Like the colonel's there (laughs) mansplaining to Will. Will's mansplaining back to him. Rambo's mansplaining techniques to everyone. (laughs) There's a very nice little subplot that didn't get picked up, but the the idea was that Teasel was actually a Korean war vet, and he felt like Vietnam vets were overshadowing what they did. That would have added such another layer on that. But it's so it's in the movie, but it's never mentioned. Yeah, because you can see his medals behind behind him on, his, on the desk. So oh, great. see, I don't know enough about war to pick nah. that up on that stuff. No, nobody did, and it wasn't really um, projected enough as Is it could have been. Is that why he threw him to the dogs <laughs> when he was just like, <laughs> you know, a bit. get him on the radio so we can hammer in? And yeah, yeah, my 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 like my violence was worse than your violence, kind of like my war was worse than your war. Or even it was it was more purposeful and respectful. Like yeah. this is the America that we used to be, and you represent this new age. I mean, also, it's so phenomenal. The other level was that apparently he was um, using Korean War tactics, and Rambo was using Vietnam War tactics. This is how layered the book was. Wow! Oh, it's off the book. That's on the book. Yeah. Oh shit! I, I believe in the book, book he's also going through like a divorce. Yeah. 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 Will. Yeah. 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 So, oh, so, so the good. book ending had them both mostly wound each other, and the colonel actually kills, finishes off Rambo. But Rambo Trump murders. Trump yeah. Trump yeah. Trump kills, kills Rambo. In the book, Rambo well, is crying. a murder machine. Like yeah. he kills oh, he all kills those people. Oh, he doesn't kills. not kill them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's much more of like a rampage killer. That's, that's a good character. So it's like when a dog goes yeah. out and kills heaps of sheep. 
someone has to like. And yeah, that's kind of the plot of, of, the of Mason Mania. Like you're a killer now, I've got to end it. Yeah. I'm learning so much about Ashburton right now. It's a fun <laughs> you know, you know when, you know when dogs go out and kill all the sheep, <laughs> sheep and you got to kill, you know what it's like, right? And you're like, oh. <laughs> do you mean like when the dog goes and poops in your neighbor's garden? <laughs> And then you, you, you catch your neighbor putting his face in it. So you're like, hey. I'm in New Zealand, I really am. <laughs> so the, other, the original cinematic ending for, for Rambo was um, Rambo killing himself. And it did yeah. not test well, so they, no, that wouldn't they pulled well. it out. But it was also the original cut, I think, was three... Three hours and a half, yeah. Three hours wow. and a half, and Sly hated it so much that he wanted it destroyed. Yeah, he nearly bought it and, and just got rid of it. Why didn't he uh, like it? Because it was, he felt like it was, first of all, too long, but also felt kind of silly. And he felt like he was following his story too much, so he actually had them build in more of the other people's stories so that you, so that you follow the story through their eyes rather than Rambo's all the time. He's so good. Isn't he? And, the, and that he choice so changed how action movies work like all over the place. If you think about like a lot of the action movies take time out from the hero yeah. because often the heroes are just weirdos with guns who are played by weirdos who hold guns. So it's so great. It's like if we hadn't spent that time with Will and Troutman, then we wouldn't care as much about Rambo. Yeah. And it is like, and it cuts the movie down to being a good movie length. Mm. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think if he killed himself, that would have been too bleak yeah. and not a good... This ending was so cathartic and it didn't show his progress afterwards, but you felt at least a little bit of hope for him. Mm, You're like, yeah. and hope for mm. the other characters a little bit that they might learn and grow from this. Because mm-hmm. I remember when it ended just going, fuck, not many movies that I watched. Usually you just turn the credits like, all right, go out, have a smoke, whatever. This one was like, it, I, I kind of sat in silence for a little bit after, like, holy shit. Did you spend the entire credits on that freeze frame, just looking slight in the eyes? Oh, I, lo- like, oh. I love that it had an 80s freeze it frame for really, the end. really, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not even so an important good. freeze frame, just him walking and then Simple. he turned to the and then it's camera words. And the credit song that was playing was, I believe, written I, for it. It has first blood in the lyrics. Was, yeah. I said to my partner who I was watching it with, I was like, is this him? Is he singing this song? <laughs> he is and then that I waited good. Right to the end, I was like, "Oh no, it wasn't him." But I was convinced he'd written the song and sung it. I mean, his brother is a singer. Frank, Frank Stallone, great singer, so good. <laughs> we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to break, and we will be it's back with some segments. MaybePigeons.com. Are you trying to send a letter but you don't trust humans? Then MaybePigeons.com. Coo, coo, coo. That's the pigeon sound. <laughs> okay, and we're back. And we're back with I'm Back. I'm back, baby. Catch the sequel. <laughs> okay, Brenda, Hollywood is calling and you have to pitch right here and right now. What is the sequel to Rambo First the, Blood? The sequel to Rambo First Blood without knowing that First Blood Part 2 exists. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, my, here's my idea. I think it's going to centre on that, uh, that local militia. I forget what, what's the technical name? What, what, what's the name? The um, Reserves. The Reserves. Yeah, the Reserves, which we touched on briefly. They, they are the ones that bazookered the cave. <laughs> you go in there. I don't want to go in there. I've got to be at the chemist's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I think they were hilarious. And so what I want, <laughs> I want a movie based on them <laughs> yeah. going back to training school because they're clearly not good at warfare. So I need them to go back to training school. And the person training them mm-hmm. is Brian Dennehy. Whoa. As Brian Dennehy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and can he learn to kind of open up and maybe maybe craft them into into better 
people and better soldiers. But get this, this year at the training school, there's a co-tutor. Who is it? What? John Rambo. Oh, there you go. John Rambo, who cannot hold down a job anywhere else. He gets fired from being a car parker. Oh, I don't know. Because he, he keeps lied by parking being, it on like petrol He's pumps. very bad at parking cars. <laughs> so he's got one shot left, one shot, and that is to train these people in modern warfare. And will Brian Dennehy try and get him fired? Yes, he will. Will they, get, will they find some sort of mutual respect by the end? I hope so. Also, the reserves have to put on some sort of fundraising show to raise money to replace the gas station and the gun shop and also the police headquarters because they, that's going to cost a lot lights. of money. And all, and all of the lights. Because now it's a dark sitting because yeah. he took all the lights out. So it's kind of like a back, it's like a, it's like a training camp. So it's like police Sergeant academy. Bill. It's police yeah. academy but with Clinton and his reserves. It's police academy meets stripes. So they need to be trained by the guy who killed one of their friends and yes. severely mutilated a bunch of them? Yep. Nice. Absolutely. There's like a rival town. And they have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the, yeah, what they have to do. They're competing with the rival yeah, town. Yeah, for to the be, funding, for the military yeah. funding. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're going to funnel into rebuilding their town. Yeah. So what's the name of your movie? Uh, it's called Rambo First Term. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like That's good. That's good. Oh, Any directors? I mean, Gut Instinct says Taika. He's good at anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't. want this one to be as surprising. <laughs> I know it's, it's going to be billed as like this little, little uh, uh, shenanigan comedy. Right. But then much like Rambo, First Blood oh. was pitched as just a brutal action movie. Ooh. It's going to be a lot of pathos. So who directed... <laughs> what about Sophia Coppola? Oh, she... Sophia my two. Yeah. my two directors. Anybody else you wanted to take for your bet? Because I'll, I'll say it right now. <laughs> Fuck. Who, who do I want? Maybe, uh, maybe I watched Roma, Roma last night. So maybe I know Alfonso Cuaron. I think it'll be a lot of little one-shots. It'll be beautiful one-shots with a lot of, a lot of a pathos lot of... going on. We love it, Brendan. It's funded. We're in. Who would you cast and what do they do? Bex, we live in a time of reboots, of reboots, of reboots. Everybody's getting their boots on. Mm -hmm. All right. So we want to know if you had to reboot Rambo today. Yeah. And today's. Okay. So Rambo is 2018. I've said it here. Rambo is actually goes by the name JJ Rambo and is a woman who's quite hangry. Um, (laughs) Was a former member of the Green Party New Zealand instead of the Green Berets. And. has decided because it's it's called Rambo First Blood being that she's all out for um, the lowering of tampon and sanitary products within New Zealand Um, so she goes to parliament and is met by this fucking security guard guy at the gate she's like I just want to get a sandwich and just get my petition about lowering the price of sanitary products get the tax Mm -hmm. off you know there's women bleeding take off that luxury tax yeah Yeah. take off that luxury Mm -hmm. tax bingo and uh, so he brings all his kind of cronies to the party She's a very, she's a multitasker, let's say. She's a woman, she's a multitasker. And you watch all of these flashbacks to her back in Ashburton back in the day because I'm, I'm playing the role. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, like the bogan sort of uh, adventurer skydiver sort of thing. She's skydiving out of parliament. She's doing all the stuff to uh, to get away. And uh, Jacinda Ardern and Helen Clark are kind of like the, the colonel guy who are like giving her, but in a nicer way. What's her struggle? Like, what is it just her against the security guard? Well, he won't <laughs> let her in to get her sandwich. And she's yeah. fucking, she's bl- like, she's on her period. And you don't want to make a woman hangry yeah. when she's on the rag because you've all got. And there's just like this booby traps. Like, he walks into this a slingshot full of moon cups. They're just like, like yeah. slam, like and suction into she his gets body. Her, yeah, 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 yeah. All, like, all of yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah. I was pitching full. Okay. 
Yeah, full moon cups. Yeah, let's do this. First blood. Let's do I this. I know lots of women that would like. I want to. I want to see a female. I, just, I was just as I was watching this whole movie with the idea of a remake in my head. I was like, yeah, yeah, that could totally be. So we'll just put a woman in New the place. New Zealand's parliament is going to be the forest. Yeah. And that's what she is. So she's going to sneak in. She eventually like gets in there. Like she gets to that point. You know when they um, he's like we're going to clean you up, and that's she goes full like multitasking on all of these different um, skill bases that women tend to have that some men don't show, especially in parliament. So it's kind of a political movie, but it's kind sort of. of? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, su- it's, it's subtle. It's, it's subtle literally political. set at Parliament. Because yeah. I feel like actually the Beehive would be perfect for a remake of the Raid as well. Like to get to the top, mm. like you have to go through the different levels yeah. of Parliament. And then right at the end for that speech, it's like, you know, like I've got endometriosis. I've had a fucking hysterectomy. You know, like all of this stuff. Yeah, and nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. There's women who are bleeding to death, mm-hmm. and I just want my niece, who's going to get a period for the first time, to just not have to rob a bank to buy a tampon. Beautiful. Yeah, and choose your audience, Beck. It's a room full of guys, but <laughs> <laughs> that's like I watch the shit out of that. Like I that's a that's a that's like, a standing ovation in a cinema. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what's the what's the analog of the M60? The weapon that like enables him to to do what he needs to do in Rambo. So what's the equivalent for JJ? You're a fin. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets, she managed to hijack a cart filled with neurofin. She's like, ah. It gets us through, right? Mm. Yeah, I can see myself walking down the highway into Ashburton in my army jacket yeah. and my boots <laughs> and my fair jeans. And it's I could relate. Most disappointing thing for me, back to it, is that the bandana isn't red. But in your movie, the bandana would definitely be red, totally. wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a good movie. I think it's a great movie. <laughs> First Blood. First Blood. It's time for the post credit pitches. Mike, have you got one? Yeah, I've got one. So we cut back to the farm that was at the very beginning. A big, uh, a big, big muscular black dude walks out of the cabin and goes, Who was that guy, Ma? And she goes, oh, no one, don't worry about it. <laughs> and you realise that she was just a sociopath. Yeah, she just didn't want him to hang out with. <laughs> oh, no. Not good enough for my Rachel. son. Get out of it. <laughs> he just said, because she, she's like, oh, he's been in the war. He doesn't want to deal oh, with that God. anymore. And then they cut to a different house. And it's another guy from the platoon, <laughs> and then another place, <laughs> and it turns out the entire platoon the is doing great. The they just and Troutland was hanging out with them. They had like group dinners and together, just, really just not like, with Rambo. They didn't like him. They didn't no. like so Rambo. They just like set him up. Yeah, they're just having a good time. They're like, oh, if we bring Rambo along, he's just going to talk about his problems. <sighs> Nobody wants to hear about how sad John Rambo is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we all have nightmares. Hard enough. <laughs> Uh, mine that I would love to see is the, uh, the reserves. They like drive back into town and they pick up and they're all like laughing. They're like, oh yeah, oh we did great. And they drop the uh, rocket launcher guy off and they're like, oh yeah, we'll catch you next weekend. Oh yeah. And he walks up and he takes his keys out and it's kind of a slow scene and he opens the door and yeah, and, like he, he walks inside, his wife walks up to him and she looks at him and he looks at her and he just starts crying. <laughs> she just she just embraces him. <laughs> And then, like the his full weight of taking human life. Yeah. Hits him. <laughs> his two daughters are at the top of the stairs. What's wrong, Daddy? What's wrong? I killed a man today. <laughs> That's amazing. I okay. This is my one. I want. Uh, I want it to cut back, and the entire police force that are still alive and able to walk, uh, um, including Sleepy Dave 
they wake Sleepy Dave up and they all walk into a conference room and they have to sit through an entire lecture about workplace bullying. <laughs> <laughs> about not having a supportive workplace and that maybe the culture in this in this mm. uh, police headquarters isn't the greatest. Mm. It's not conducive. Would love one where it's like, so the credits roll for a little bit and then it fades to black and then it has uh, brings up a title that says 30 miles out of town <laughs> and it just fades in and it's, um, it's uh, Troutman and Rambo in a diner <laughs> and Troutman uh, like finishes his order and the, um, the diner waiter looks to uh, uh, Rambo and goes, how about for you? And he just sighs and goes, I'm not hungry. So then the camera pans over to Troutman. And then Troutman like pulls off his mask and he's actually like a fish person because his name's Troutman. Troutman. <laughs> he was a trout man the whole time. What? <laughs> is this sci-fi now? And then what happens is uh, it pans back over uh, to um, Sly and Sly pulls off his mask and he is like a male goat uh, that's wearing a bow tie. He was a Rambo. Because I'm obsessed with the, the at the top of the... Um, waterfall or whatever that thing was um the farmer that actually owns the land has come to claim his tarp so he can put it over his <laughs> well like he's he's like put out some amazing crops it's like his fucking tarp's gone so it's like that where's just, my tarp where's my seasons i was gonna make a really nice jacket <laughs> um, all right what about a group of high schoolers are walking through the forest and then one of them goes, here, this is where I saw Rambo and Fordham. Because it was the kid, yeah. it was the kid Hunter. And then the other ones go, oh, hey, yeah. look, there's a stain. That's where you shit your pants. <laughs> this is where you shit your pants. And a whole other generation grows up with oh. a cycle of bullying oh, and no. repressing feelings. And then the kid's like, not even. And the kid starts crying, crying. and runs off. Yeah. And the bully's chasing after him. But the bully like takes a like little shortcut to get him. And then you just hear this, click. Spike Spike And because he's a kid It goes like Straight into his chest (laughs) (laughs) Rambo gets done For manslaughter Ten years Oh oh, no Yeah so final thoughts How did you feel That uh, How do you feel It held up After all this time I'm, I'm going on I'm going to go on record Right now And say this was A surprising and beautiful movie Mm -hmm. and I think it transcends every joke that's been made about it and I'm glad I have not seen the sequels and I'm not going to and I'm glad I can now wash that whole iconography out of my brain and know that the first Rambo first blood was truly a I'm going to go ahead and say masterpiece of cinema and I genuinely want everybody who hasn't watched it to to go watch it it was a surprise like from the first moments I turned it on. I rented it from YouTube. I could have got it with HD. I went to the SD. I thought effects probably yeah, didn't yeah. hold up. Didn't need it. Did the five dollars? And I and from that first chase and from that first scene, from the first scene, it was just better than I had ever expected. And genuinely, one of one of the best bits of cinema I've watched this year. That's impressive. And definitely it's, it's December. Yeah. 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 True. And Avengers came out this year. So. <laughs> and Avengers. <yeah. laughs> so did Black Panther. And if you wanted something with political subtext in an action movie mm. genre. Mm. Oh, wait, who backs? Uh, it, I, hands down. I mean, I studied film at uni and I watched some movies that people said were great. And I was like, eh. I saw this one. It was, it got me. It did something. Changed my life. <laughs> Changed my life. Oh, man. No, no, no. It was good. I, 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 everything Brendan said, it uh, blew my mind. Because did you, did you, were you like me and you went into this thinking this is going to be a bad movie? I thought it was just going to be a shoot up shit like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Sliced alone. It was the, the best impression we've had of this whole podcast. That's yeah, amazing. it was perfectly. It encaptured either Sly or Arnie perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It could be either one. Yeah, yeah, and it made me want to watch the second. But now that I've spoken to you guys, I won't watch. I don't want it to ruin what that was. It was great. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. Well, thank you both so much for coming on the show. Thanks. Um, uh, Beck, if we need to find you online, do you have social media? That, that I, have a, I have a Facebook page um, called Pop-Up Comedy, and I have my own page at Beck Sandys. Yeah. <laughs> you can also find Beck at the, uh, the back page of the Tearaway magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Under Pen, Pen Pals Wanted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a website. Beck, B-E-C, Sandys, S-A-N-D-Y-S, dot com. How about you, the very, very handsome Brandon? Thanks, man. You're welcome. I've leaned in. I've leaned on you. Your <laughs> eyes are still uh, glistening. It's Cheers. wonderful. Um, you can find me online uh, at brendangreen.com. It's B-R-E-N-D-O-N. It's the uncommon spelling, and people often get that wrong. Uh, and that's got links to my Facebook and my Instagram and Twitter, and I've got some shows and all that jazz. Perfect. Cool. Nice. Thank you both so much for coming in. Thanks for having us, Thank guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 You could use a friend. That was episode one of Ask BM, or the Action Superstars Breakout Movies. Thank you to the wonderful Beck Sandys and Brendan Green. That was crazy. He cried at the end. And then I cried, watching him cry. And then we were all crying. Yeah, Ronnie. Unlike the Terminator, Rambo cries after killing cops. You say that, but I don't think he even killed any of those cops. He just kind of poked them with a bunch of twigs. <laughs> also, crying. I cannot do this. It is a human emotion. Well, next time we'll be back with Kurt Russell in the B-movie classic... Escape from New York. Nice try, Mike. But you can't escape from New York. You know, last time I was there, I was Hercules in New York. And I couldn't get out of that movie, no matter how hard I tried. (laughs) Although my voice did get taken out of the movie. But then it was put back in. (laughs) Yeah, Ronnie, you did all of that. And it was kind of terrible. Yep, it was. Uh, if you want to get in touch, tweet us at I'll Be Back Pod, or if you want to reach out to me at Steve Lyons, because I've been Stephen Lyons. And I've been Mike Kevin, and you can find me at Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. It really helps us to reach new listeners. Thanks again, and this has been I'll Be Back as Log ASSBM. That's right. Look, it's me. I'm Sylvester Stallone. I'm in the hills, and I've got this Hessian sack. And everyone's like, look at the, how great his sack is. And I was like, that's right. You didn't think this sack was going to be so big. But it covers me, and it hides me. I hide in my sack, and people can't see me. And then I spring out, and I'm like, yeah, you weren't expecting me. And then I have to tear my sack up to keep myself warm. And I set it on fire when I drain my sack into all of this kerosene. And the Rats are pinching at my sack, but I get away from them. Uh, oh, I've been fired? No, I've been sacked. It's a long-